Greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every Saturday and Sunday morning from 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And many of you are listening on the local radio programming, but you can also listen to us on our website, Terry Talks Nutrition. And all you need is a computer. So you can be anywhere around the world and listen to our programming live by changing your times where you are to be on the same time we are here in the Central Standard Time of the USA. You can also go to our website and subscribe to our newsletters. And also, if you want any book that you may be interested in, I published nine books last year. I've got two or three more going this year. And I have a very long, lengthy writing schedule to to, uh, give you a book or make a book available for you. That is what I think is my lifestyle choices. This is going to be a lengthy process, so I'm not going to be doing too many books this year, but one major writing schedule or writing project, and then also I'll do several other books as well. The books are a way to really understand nutrition, health, and botanical medicine. We spend an hour together on Saturday and Sunday. Not a nearly enough time to really help you understand what you can do, what I can do to change our health. And remember, you and I are the only ones that can make a difference in our health, good or bad. If we take on new concepts of a healthy diet, a good amount of exercise, not overdone, but just enough exercise to keep our body fit and in shape. And also how much sleep we get. All these are really nature's principles of being in good health. Or we can just say, the heck of it. I don't care. I'm going to eat my junk food and be happy. Well, someday you won't be happy because it'll catch up to you. And it'll catch up to you in heart disease, severe arthritis, joint discomfort, pain, and maybe even cancer. Because all of our diseases, including cancer, are due to our lifestyle choices. 40% of the cancer, our cancer today, they're looking for a cancer cure. Well, 40% of the cancers are caused by smoking and 30% of the cancers are caused by being grossly overweight or obese. So that's 70% of all cancers are caused by just two things that we can control. Stop smoking, lose weight. Not so hard. And that can prevent 70% of all cancers. Amazing. And they're spending billions and billions and billions of dollars to come up with drugs that are not nearly as effective as diet. And the drugs are so harsh, chemo and radiation ravage the body. And many people die from the treatments rather than the cancer. There's got to be a better way. Now, you and I can make a lot of that happen. 
because we make the choices as to whether or not we are going to be healthy or unhealthy. And it's, it's yeah, that principle is solid, but it's not as easy as said because you will struggle with having to sacrifice some of the pleasures of food that you are accustomed to. You're going to have to give up all that junk food, all that fast food, processed and refined foods, preserved meats, processed meats. But eating healthy can change your life for a long, long time. And that's why we're just trying to encourage you to make these changes. You know, I'm not going to make the changes for you. I can't make the changes for you. But I can help you understand why if we make some of these changes, we can have better health. If you're struggling against diseases and cancer, you can change that to a very significant degree. So that's why we're here just a couple of hours a week to try to encourage you to make changes in your life. When you, once you make those changes in your life, you'll make changes in your health. So we have a really good lineup of products here, excuse me, of, of subjects. We're going to be talking about those subjects in just a moment. But I also want to remind you that to go to our website, sign up for our newsletter. We send out a weekly newsletter that can help you understand more about your health. And go on my website and buy the books. You know, I'm not trying to make money on the books. We have them very, very low priced. If all the hard work that goes into publishing the books, the price is small compared to your health. But I want you to read them to gain more knowledge and more information as how you can change your life. These are natural medicines, more effective than drugs, high quality herbal medicines that I have researched and written about to have you have a better understanding of how you can use natural medicines as an alternative to drugs. Now, with that said, you need to see your doctor if you have any kind of condition that you think needs attention. And listen to your doctor. Your doctor doesn't have any knowledge of health and nutrition. Your doctor can't make you healthier Drugs don't make you healthier. Food and lifestyle choices concerning sleep, exercise, all these good things that can change our life and our health. But you need to be monitored by your physician. So today we're going to talk about polyphenols. That's P-O-L-Y. P-H-E-N-O-L-S. Polyphenols. You may never have heard of that name. It's a group of compounds found in many, many plants. But I'll tell you why they're valuable and why you should be eating more plant food, not plant proteins, just plants, fruits, vegetables. I'm totally against all the plant proteins they're making. These, some of these foods are just terrible scientifically designed, not by nature, but in a laboratory, 
You don't want foods made in the laboratory. And that's what they're trying to push down our throats today to change the structure of diet. You want good food produced by nature in the best conditions possible, grass-fed, organic if possible, all the ones that are not genetically modified. We want real food. Foods today are not real anymore. And it takes much more food to provide the vitamins and minerals that was consumed by our great-grandparents. So we do not have a very good venue of foods, but we have, the, we have to select the best of what we have. So we'll talk about polyphenols, and we'll talk about how to eat your way out of depression. And I'll tell you about two brand new studies on why you should be taking vitamin D3 and what level of vitamin D3 should you be taking. And then I love to exercise with kettlebells. So I'm going to spend a little bit of time talking about a good exercise program that only takes you about six minutes of exercise. Six minutes. The process takes about 20 minutes because there are times to rest in between the exercise. So you have about 20 minutes, two or three, four times a week. But it's only six minutes of exercise. Anybody can afford 20 minutes. And it'll change your life. Make you stronger, healthier. It'll increase your heart rate. It does many good things for you. And then we'll tell you why women and some men should be taking more iron. And then a new, brand new study for recharging your body after long COVID, after viral infections. You know, many people that were tested positive for COVID-19 Eventually, the virus was eradicated from the body, and they are testing negative, which is great. But the person is still having serious side effects weeks and months and even a year later when the virus has already been eradicated from the body. Losing, women losing their hair. Fatigue, tiredness, exhaustion. Some people have higher rates of GERD, digestive problems. We'll tell you what can be done to help you improve your health after COVID-19. It's called long COVID-19 or long haul because its side effects are staying on much longer after the condition has been cured. And don't let your bladder stop you from exercising. So let's talk about some of these great topics and help you learn more about your health right here with Terry Naturally.
So we're going to talk about polyphenols and what polyphenols can do for our body and what exactly are polyphenols. You know, polyphenols is a group of compounds that are found in many different vegetables and fruits. And what it does primarily, after some recent research, actually it actually increases the lifespan. You'll live longer. Yeah, I know a lot of you might say, well, the way I feel now, I don't care if I live longer. But with polyphenols, you can improve the quality of your life. You don't have to live with some of the conditions that you are struggling against. Polyphenols, they are very micronutrients, small micro, meaning very small amounts, in plants, fruits, vegetables. There are over 8,000 polyphenols identified today. And they are best known for their antioxidant effects, anti-inflammatory, and anti-aging. And when, when I say anti-aging, most people think, well, that's a bunch of baloney. We are going to age. Yes, of course. But not before your time. Some people are old at 40. They have all kinds of aches and pains and, and they're faced with challenges of illnesses and they're in bad shape, grossly overweight. Everything is against them. But we can be vibrant at 80, even 90, if we follow some healthy practices and nature's principles of life. We can be healthier, happier, in, in a better mood. Now, why do we want an antioxidant? Well, first of all, to prevent oxidative damage. Anytime we smoke tobacco or use tobacco in any form, we are damaging our cells. Our cells are getting, actually are dying off earlier than necessary. They're being damaged, killed off. Smoking is not the only bad practice. Like sunburn, solar radiation, or even radiation when flying. Chemicals, preservatives, pollution, pesticides, chemical fertilizers, all these toxic elements damage our cells and cause accelerated aging. We get older before our time. So an antioxidant stops all the damage or to a large extent, a lot of the damage. So years ago, many people smoked cigarettes. More, more smoked cigarettes in the 30s, 40s, and 50s was even advertised as a good thing to do. Every movie you saw from the 30s and 40s, everybody smoked. Now, there are less people smoking today, but we have more cancer. Because in prior times, even though they smoked, 
the diet was better. And the diet was loaded with antioxidants to prevent the free radical damage of smoking and sunburn and pesticides and chemicals. And we didn't even have those chemicals and pesticides in those days. So even though that people smoked, there wasn't as much cancer. Now, less people are smoking and we have more cancer. But we also have 50% of the population of America being grossly overweight, obese. And all those fat cells are producing more inflammation to cause more cancer. 70% of all cancers are caused by smoking and being grossly overweight. So we need to have an antioxidant, an anti-inflammatory compound, which will help prevent the aging process. So polyphenols also treat a wide range of indications. Neurodegenerative diseases like Parkinson's disease, ALS, MS, and Alzheimer's disease. We don't get antioxidants in our diet anymore because our food is processed and refined, fast food, and not enough people eat fruits and vegetables. Only 9% of Americans, 9%, eat the required amount of fruits and vegetables daily. It doesn't take much. A handful of berries a serving of broccoli, cabbage, Brussels sprouts. All these vegetables and fruits can make a tremendous difference. Also, it can treat metabolic disorders, including diabetes, type 2. Fatty liver disease, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, which also affects about 18% of children. They, children, have a fatty liver disease. Why? Because of the amount of sugar and carbohydrates that are consumed by all Americans and children, and more by children, because they like sweet foods. And obesity. So polyphenols can treat obesity and can be used as a prevention against cancer. The experts that have been studying the polyphenols for decades recommend 1,000 milligrams of polyphenols daily. That's what we should be getting in our diet. Now, if your diet isn't what it should be, if you have a job that doesn't allow you to eat correctly, or you don't have the budget to eat correctly, you can take a supplement that I've seen in the range of like Per capsule, 250 milligrams of polyphenols. So two to four capsules daily would give you your dosage of the polyphenols to prevent cancer, to reduce obesity, to help cure fatty liver disease, metabolic disorders like type 2 diabetes, and all the neurodegenerative diseases, Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's. These are affecting more and more people over the decades. Now, there are, very, there are five very, very powerful polyphenols. 
propolis, a compound that the bees use to instill a healthy environment in the colony or the hive. Grapeseed extract, apple extract, curcumin, and green tea. Now here's some research. New research, recently on grapeseed extract. Researchers tested the anti-aging effects of grapeseed extract. They gave older animals, you know, most studies start with animals. That's where you get a lot of indication as to whether or not it's going to work in a live body. Then it goes on to human studies. But right now on the grapeseed extract, they have given older animals extract from grapeseed, which resulted in a 60% increase in the remaining lifespan. They are living longer and better and with a better quality of life. Overall, using grapeseed extract, the animals experienced the human equivalent of another decade of life, adding 10 more years to your life. And don't say, you know, the way I, I don't, the way I feel right now, I don't care. I don't want to live longer. I don't want to end up in a nursing home. But when you make your body healthier and you have changed your diet and you are adding things like grapeseed extract, you're going to increase the quality of your life. So the extra 10 years that grapeseed extract could possibly add to your life are going to be in a better frame of quality. Now, the younger animals that were treated with grapeseed extract actually had improved physical fitness. Now, not using any kind of exercise, but just from the fact of using grapeseed extract, improved physical fitness. Grapeseed extract is on, it's on my list as one of the one that I really respect. There's thousands of studies on grapeseed extract. But you got to get a good quality grapeseed extract. That's another thing. Be careful because grape is the most adulterated, adulterated, contaminated, and substituted with junk instead of the grapeseed extract. So be careful what you buy. And always make sure you buy from a reputable company that you can trust. In animals with cancer, Grape seed extract shrank the tumors when given in combination with chemotherapy. Now, here's the point. I know doctors don't understand nutrition. They were never taught. They're taught primarily drug therapy. They don't have any scheduled nutritional education Maybe out of several years of med school, they might get several hours, hours on health and nutrition. They themselves do not know how to treat their own body 
with nutrition. And many doctors will say, if you're on chemotherapy, you should not use anything else like a supplement. But there is scientific proof that propolis, grapeseed extract, apple extract, including the peel, curcumin, and green tea are well advised to be used along with chemotherapy or radiation because it will prevent the toxicity of these chemical treatments and also prevent liver damage, brain damage, and improve the quality to such a degree that a lesser quality, or I should say a lesser quantity of drugs could be used. Now, in a case of leaky gut, polyphenols came to the rescue. 51 older adults with leaky gut syndrome in a double-blind crossover trial of controlled standard diet versus polyphenol-rich diet. Now, if you're eating the standard American diet, if you would enrich that diet with polyphenols, it makes a huge difference. So here's the results. Versus a placebo, a fake pill. When on the polyphenol diet, the participants with the most significant problems with leaky gut experienced a 14% reduction in serum markers of intestinal permeability, 5% reduction in diastolic blood pressure. That's the lower number, the most critical number. 11% reduction in blood sugar levels. Although the study did not reach a statistical significance, but also saw a 19% reduction in inflammatory IL-6, which is a biomarker that indicates inflammation as well as a reduction in triglyceride levels. So according to the clock on the wall, I've got to pause here for a few moments. So don't go away. I'm going to be right back. I have another portion of the program to share with you, to spend this time with you but I'm going to pause for a few moments to let the station identify itself and for you to enjoy some commercials. This is Terry Naturally. This is Terry Talks Nutrition. And make sure you go to terrytalksnutrition.com and look at all the neat things you can do on my website. Back right after this. And we're back, my friends. This is Terry Naturally with Terry Talks Nutrition. We're talking about a group of compounds, very, very critical compounds, polyphenols. There's 8,000 polyphenols, and most Americans don't have enough polyphenols in their diet to protect their body and prevent disease and disorders. And if you look at a multivitamin and mineral supplement, which I think everybody should take, not a daily supplement, not a one a day, because you can't put enough vitamins and minerals 
in any meaningful levels that the body requires in just one tablet daily. Impossible. The sheer volume of what we need in vitamins and minerals would be about the size of a, of a golf ball. You're not going to swallow a golf ball. So divide it up into two to four tablets or capsules. I know it's easy and convenient to take one tablet daily, but you're not getting anything you need in any meaningful levels that will make a difference for your body's health. And after the multivitamin and mineral supplement, polyphenols are the next most important nutrient after a multivitamin and mineral supplement. Start off with a great multivitamin and mineral supplement. And then add the polyphenols. And by the way, should you and who should include more polyphenols? Well, just about everyone. Especially those who don't eat a varied diet of fruits and veggies. Or have limited diets. Or limited budgets. It's getting more difficult with the inflation to have more money left over to buy what you would like to buy. But you should also be concerned about having a problem with aging. Yes, we can live longer with polyphenols. It has been shown we can live 10 years longer based on animal studies with 1,000 milligrams of polyphenols daily and prevent cancer and other diseases. You know the best cure for cancer? Is to prevent it. Don't get it. And we can do that. Just two things alone, as I mentioned in the first part of the program, smoking, the use of tobacco in any form, and being grossly overweight or having visceral fat. 91% of Americans are overly fat, out of shape. You know, that doesn't mean you just, you know, it's hard to make those flight of stairs, right? It's hard to breathe. It's hard to walk four or five blocks without stopping and catching your breath. But also, too, if you're grossly overweight or overly fat, you're sick. Because that, all those fat cells produce more inflammation and more oxidative stress, which are the two major components that cause all disease. All disease. And we can prevent that we have a chance to prevent 70% of all cancers. There's no drug anywhere in the world, now or ever in the future, that'll prevent 70% of all cancers. Now, anyone facing nutrient intake challenges, for example, intestinal inflammation or leaky gut, here's what you need to do. Find a combination. I highly recommend this combination of polyphenols from green tea, apple extract, 
propolis, curcumin, and grapeseed extract, which will contain about a minimum of 250 milligrams of polyphenols. At least take one a day. If you want a full complementary amount of polyphenols, then take four capsules daily, 1,000 milligrams total. That is what experts agree is an excellent dosage for the prevention of cancer, aging, and all of our diseases. So, you know, we all eat, right? So can you eat or are you eating your way into depression? Yes, food has an impact on everything we do health-wise. Eating is our foundation of health. You can't run a car without gas. Gas is the fuel that makes the engine and the car propel forward. And eating is a fuel that our body needs to propel it forward in a healthy manner. But sometimes what you're eating, you're eating yourself into depression and many other diseases, not just depression alone. And what is that number one food? Oh my gosh, I could hear you saying it now, right across the airways. Sugar. Sugar. Sugar is a mood killer. Causes depression and almost every other disease you can think of. To compare the effects of different types of food on depression... Researchers collected the data or data on more than 70,000 women who provided information on their health and diet over a five-year period. Now, this is a great survey. Very high population study, 70,000, over a five-year period. This helps the researchers gain a lot of information. If we're a one-week study on three people, you can't expect much. The researchers focused on types of carbohydrates that were consumed with the highest level of glycemic index and then the rate of depression after these glycemic load of these foods were consumed. And the results, what caused more depression, a diet high in sugar, refined and processed grains, and a high glycemic index was linked to an increased risk of new onset depression versus diets with vegetables and fruit, not including fruit juice and whole grains. These high glycemic foods lead to a blood sugar spike and an increased need of insulin levels. So there, the people with high blood sugar 
evenly not technically high enough to be type 2 diabetics, are two to three times more likely to develop depression versus normal blood sugar levels. Now, I can personally speak to that. When I was younger, I was a hellion. I was obnoxious, angry, belligerent, suffered from depression, angry, um, anxiety. Um, I was mentally handicapped, so to speak, because my diet was extremely high in sugar, extremely high in refined carbohydrates, junk food, and it was not until the time I changed my diet based on a long story, my history, but as I changed my diet, my outlook, my mood, everything changed for the better. Food is your medicine. It will never, ever change. Food is your best medicine and your worst medicine if you eat the worst diet. You can change your brain. You can change your mood. You can change the level of diseases that you have. You can change your health if you change your eating habits. But also you can include some very interesting natural medicines that can help for depression. Maybe if you change your diet and maybe it's not enough. There are supplements, natural supplements that can help heal your depression and more effectively than drugs. There are three, I, I would say four, let's say four. There's four botanical medicines that can help depression and mood overall. Number one is saffron. Saffron is a spice. And in clinical trials was as effective, as effective as prescription medication at reducing the symptoms of depression. Red ginseng alleviates anxiety and depression caused by stress. Now, both of these have been clinically studied, scientifically studied, to validate their benefits when taking saffron, and in fact, I would add curcumin to saffron. Saffron in a combination of curcumin. Both saffron and curcumin, especially curcumin BCM95, have been shown to be as effective as Prozac over a six-week period. Red ginseng has also been studied which alleviates anxiety and depression caused by stress. And then a very special form of echinacea has been shown in clinical trials, clinical studies, to quickly reduce anxiety and stress levels, safe for kids too. Now don't take just any old form of and I should say old form, any other form of echinacea. Primarily all the echinacea that
that's in the market today is to alleviate cold and flu. And it does very, very well. It's extremely effective. There's a very good Swiss company that has done a lot of research on echinacea for reducing cold and flu and it being as effective as Tamiflu. So echinacea does work. But echinacea for the cold and flu works on a different compound that found, that's found in echinacea. But there are other compounds in plants. Plants contain all kinds of compounds and molecules. A drug is only one single molecule that affects one pathway. Plants contain multiple molecules, hundreds if not thousands, having all a different health benefit. And there are a group of compounds found in a very special form of echinacea called alkamides. These alkamides affect the receptors of the cannabinoids in the brain. Very effective for reducing anxiety, stress, and even depression. But then don't forget, too, about omega-3 fatty acids. Higher levels of EPA and DHA Omega-3 fatty acids significantly reduces the risk of depression. So there's ways to change your mood naturally without fear of side effects, without having to take drugs, but change your diet. Diet is a huge benefit for enhancing your mood. Now, many, many people are taking vitamin D3. And most of them have jumped on the bandwagon for eliminating COVID-19 or reducing the effects of COVID-19. More people died that were found to be very deficient in vitamin D3 during this COVID pandemic. But now there is some new research Actually, vitamin D reduces the risk of autoimmune diseases. Researchers divided 25,000 older adults, the average age was 67 years of age, into four groups and followed their health for five and a half years. Again, another great study. 25,000 people. Five and a half year study. There was four groups of these 25,000 people. Group one took a placebo, a fake pill. Group two received omega-3 fatty acids. Group three, vitamin D3, 2,000 IU daily. Group four, omega-3 and vitamin D, 2,000 IU. Now, the result of these four groups of people after a five-and-a-half-year study versus placebo, all three treatment groups reduced the risk of autoimmune diseases, like lupus, psoriasis, rheumatoid arthritis. But the best results for vitamin D was group three. 
with a 30% reduction in the risk of autoimmune disease, followed by vitamin D plus omega-3, group 4, and then omega-3, which was group 2. So vitamin D3 was more effective than the other three groups. And although the study lasted for over five years, the most significant results for vitamin D3 were already noted by the end of the first year and continued to improve for the next four years as the study continued. Vitamin D3 is a powerful hormone. It's not a vitamin. It was misclassified, and now it is known as vitamin D3. But technically, it's a hormone. Very, very powerful hormone. And it also protects against dementia, like Alzheimer's disease. In fact, sorry to say, Alzheimer's disease cases are expected to be doubled in the next two decades to over 139 million cases by 2050. 30 years from now, that means almost a third of the population of America will be suffering from Alzheimer's disease. And there are many things we can do. We talked about polyphenols in the early part of the program. Vitamin D3. It's nutrition, not that we need to look for drugs. There will never be a drug that will cure Alzheimer's disease. There will never be a drug that cures cancer. So researchers in England followed 1,658 people averaged age 40, excuse me, 70, 74 at the start of the study for six years to see how many developed Alzheimer's disease or dementia. The result of this study, 6% of the subjects or the participants in the study went on to develop dementia. When they assessed their vitamin D levels, those with the lowest level of vitamin D had the highest risk of dementia. Subjects who were severely deficient in vitamin D3 were 122% more likely to develop Alzheimer's disease and dementia than the people with normal levels of vitamin D. Vitamin D is critical. Most people today, I find when I'm traveling and doing lecturing, and I ask the subjects that are in the audience, how much vitamin D do you take and who takes it? Almost 99% of everyone is taking vitamin D3. Anywhere from 5,000 to 20,000 units of vitamin D3. Now, I love exercise, but I don't overdo it. I know my limits because exercise is stress. So if you overdo the exercise, 
you are getting much more stress. And a lot of people work out or run or bike and they try to go further and further. They try to do more and more. They try to exercise more often. Exercise is a killer. It tears down your body. And during the rest period, the body tries to get stronger to resist more stress and to resist more exercise. So our body gets stronger, not during the phase of exercise, but it gets stronger in the phase of rest, recovery. So if we don't rest enough to allow allow the body to recover, stress then, excuse me, exercise then becomes a stress. I like kettlebells. Now, for those of you who have never seen a kettlebell, it looks like a cannonball with a handle. And you hold the kettlebell by the handle, usually depending on the exercise, with both hands. There's only a few kettlebell exercises I think anybody needs to know. There's many of them. But I know that all of you, most of you, will never, ever compete in kettlebell exercises. But you only need to know a few to be really healthy and in good shape. And this is my 20-minute kettlebell swing workout. Kettlebell swings develop power, stamina, and full body strength, including your core and leg muscles. And that's what you need if you're going to be carrying the groceries doing chores, gardening, traveling, whatever it might be. You need strong leg muscles and a strong core. This is my 20-minute program. I would start off doing the kettlebell swing. And if you want to see how to do the kettlebell swing, go to my website, terrytalksnutrition.com, and click on the video that I've done to show you how to do the swing. And you could go on Google on the internet, and you'll find kettlebell swing. Look up kettlebell swing, kettlebell squat, and kettlebell deadlift. Those three exercises give you all you need to exercise in just a very, very short period of time. So the kettlebell swing, do 30 to 40 reps, 40, 30 to 40 swings. Takes less than a minute. Then you... Take two minutes of active rest. You don't sit down. You walk around. You jump rope. You keep moving. You get on a stationary bike. But a lower amount of activity. So now that gives you three minutes. A minute of exercise. Two minutes of active rest. That's three minutes. And then you repeat this cycle five to six times which takes less than 20 minutes. Then you can see my video of the kettlebell swings. Doing the squat, you take the kettlebell by the handle, hold the kettlebell against your chest, and squat. And squat until you can't squat anymore. Might be 10, 5, 15, 20, who knows. And you can go to terrytalksnutrition.com to make sure you follow the good technique, or go on the internet And you'll find a lot of information on how to do the kettlebell swing, the kettlebell squat, 
the kettlebell deadlift. And I highly recommend for women, the kettlebell should be about 15 to 20 pounds. For men, 20 to 36 pounds. Now, if you want to throw in a fourth one, a fourth exercise, but in this case, you then you need two kettlebells. And this is, might be a good time to start thinking about the kettlebell farmer farmer's walk. And the farmer's walk is based on when a farmer was carrying two milk cans and would walk from the barn to the milking parlor. So you can carry a 20-pound in each hand, and your hands are outstretched down alongside your hands, alongside your legs. You're just holding them alongside yourself, and then you walk 20, 30, 40, 50 yards, whatever you can. But remember, you've got to walk back again, so be careful you don't walk too far, and then you can't walk back correctly. So start off maybe with 20 yards or 10 yards, and then turn around and go back to the starting point. Those four exercises will give you tremendous strength, will keep you in good shape, stamina, power, and it will give you a full body strength, including your core and leg muscles. This is really an exercise I like a lot. It's easy to do for anybody. It's not trying to lift more weight. It's just trying to use a kettlebell at about 20 to 36 pounds for men, 15 to 20 pounds for women, and then doing the exercise until you cannot do it, and then you stop. And you have two minutes of rest, and then you redo it again five or six times. This is really very effective. And with that, my friends, I'm all out of time, so it's time for me to run out and get some more information for you to be back here tomorrow, Sunday at 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. I'll be back here. But then, my friends, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it. Change your diet. Change the food you're eating. Go to the ketogenic diet. Get more sleep. Get better exercise program. You can change your life. You can change your health. You can change the length of time you're going to live in this, on this great earth. So with that, my friends, say a prayer for this crazy, crazy world. And say a prayer for the Ukrainian people. And with that, God bless you, my friends. God bless America. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.